All right, welcome to Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. Hello there, I'm Don Jones, and you're not. All right, coming up, we're talking surface analysis charts. My battle with the surface analysis charts and my CFI progress. An update on our flying club, kind of exciting news there. And my ground instructor certificate, finally, a breakthrough. Lots of breakthroughs since I last visited with you. Coming up on Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. All right, here we are. It's episode six. And if you're keeping count, you're going, well, wait a minute. There wasn't an episode five. Well, that's true. Um, Actually, there was. There is. It's being proofed still. Um, I did episode five with a flight instructor with whom uh, I experienced a bird strike. And uh, she's proofing it and uh, taking a little while. So that's episode five. And this is episode six. How about that? Okay, then. All right. I've got my premium Bavarian beer. Uh, over here in my tall wheat beer glass. <laughs> and, uh, we're all set. All right, update on my my status since, uh, I don't know, I guess it's been about a month. Still working on my massive CFI book. I feel like I'm going to be saying that for 600 years. I am. It is. It's true. That's what's happening. So there you go. Uh, finally, just just last week, no kidding, Finally got my advanced ground instructor and um, application fulfilled in IACRA. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd reached out to two different DPEs at different times. Both trails kind of went cold. And uh, after, you know, various contacts and following up and things like that. So I had originally called the FISDO, our local FISDO. And uh, I think I had references on a couple of different episodes or maybe every one of them but uh the deal is uh, the fisdo you know is on lockdown and they sort of only let you come in by appointment or maybe not anyway what you do is you call and at least on hours you you leave them a message you leave a voicemail and your number and somebody calls you back that, that's their system so that's originally what i did but i didn't leave a voicemail I heard that and I thought, hmm, man, that sounds like a mess. And so I went, nah, I'm going to do something else. And I dug around online a little bit and people said, oh, yeah, just uh, you can go to a DPE. I thought that makes more sense. Uh, I can communicate with them directly and not a whole lot of run around. Well, that's how I thought. And uh, anyhow, I started with one. I actually sent them, which is kind of bizarre because I don't really like to send my uh, documents out just willy-nilly everywhere and so basically and i guess it's fine but i don't love it now two different dpes have copies of my documents and driver's license and all that jazz and sending that through email um anyway to to no avail uh, each just disappeared on me sort of so and here's the thing you know i was obviously if you go to a dpe they can charge you something you know because and that's that's okay. I'm I'm fine with that. But I'm not gonna like chase them down to give them my money. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. So at some point I'm gonna um I'm gonna go, okay, I'm gonna find another way. 
well, you're not going to believe this. I finally, well, you know what? I'll try the FISDO. I'll try their way. So I call. I left a voicemail. The next morning, someone calls me from the FAA. They said, hey, got your voicemail. I've looked up your application here. I see it in Niagara. I need uh, this item and that item. Okay. Anyway, long story short, in about 24 hours, I had a um, temporary advanced ground instructor certificate in my email with the whole thing all wrapped up. Yeah. How many times do you get to say, <laughs> if you want to get it done, call the FAA? Not too much, maybe. I mean, I'm thinking red tape, but there's that preconceived notion. No red tape there. They got it done. Um, yeah, incredible. And all remotely. I scanned in and uh, sent my test results and everything, and not a problem. Uh, so I was pretty happy about that. Coming up in mid-November, um, that same flight instructor and me will be doing a dual presentation for a nearby EAA group. And we'll be talking about loss of control, uh, particularly due to un unexpected occurrences. And obviously the basis of that is our bird strike experience, but we'll extrapolate that out to a lot of variety of things that can happen to cause surprises and distraction and subsequently tendency of uh, loss of control and how to avoid that stuff. Oh yeah, and our flying club. Our, uh, we have a, a equity club, one airplane. It's a C-172, Cessna C-172N, 1980 model. It is back in service. We added a Garmin GNC-355, WASH GPS. Hallelujah! We didn't have an IFR GPS at all. So we went from a VFR GPS all the way up to WASH uh, GPS. And, and we added a Garmin G5. Uh, yeah. Holy moly. So now we have all kinds of situational awareness and utility out the wazoo. Okay. So it's pretty exciting. Um, and I'm, I mean, I had a fairly good, I'd never flown with a G5. I had a fairly good idea. Okay. We only got one. So we replaced the attitude indicator. Right. And man, as I dug into the manual, I'm thinking, I really didn't understand the scope of what the G5 brought to the table. I mean, I was aware of a lot of it, but man, that is a powerhouse unit. I also discovered, uh, when flying with one of the other members, couple times, a couple of the first two times, and it became night time while we were out. That G5, um, it, you know, a lot of these GA airplanes don't have great cockpit lighting. Wow, it was wonderful at night because you have all this situational awareness and all this data right there packed in that one instrument, and it's really well lit. So that, that was fantastic. Uh, and that was, of all the things that were on the list of reasons to upgrade to that unit, that that wasn't even on the list and that was delightful to find so something to think about if you're thinking about upgrading to something like that all right coming up surface analysis charts my epic world-class terribly glorious battle with surface analysis charts coming up don't forget subscribe to airtime a sky review podcast on apple google or spotify podcast apps we're on all three platforms um, you can stream it right on the website too at skyreview.us. So any of those four options, but subscribe if you use Apple, Google, or Spotify. So every time an episode comes out, you'll get automatically notified. In fact, it'll just, uh, it'll just appear in your uh, shows to, to consume. 
it's just uh, you can just search airtime that's one word and sky review and uh, that's it All right, we're back. Airtime, a Sky Review podcast from skyreview.us. Also, in addition to, by the way, the podcast being on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, and on the web at skyreview.us or skyreview.net, we are also on all the social media platforms. You can find us at sky underscore review, really, anywhere. Hashtag sky underscore review. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and all the places, even Pinterest if you're doing that. I don't know. Okay, surface analysis charts. This came out of my uh, working on my big CFI book of things. And as you know, just not that long ago, I got to the weather part, and I'm working on the weather. And I'm, and I'm formulating in a way to how the pilot actually comes upon the weather and starts working on understanding what's going on big picture. And then um, then you, you, you get an idea several days out. You start narrowing it down as it gets closer, right? Um, and then at some point right there as you're going, okay, it's it's a it's a go as far as everything else. And you start looking at what's the weather right now? What are the factors at play right now, right? Like where where's the prevailing weather being fed? You know, the, the winds, the, you know, at the 500 millibar chart, the 18,000 feet-ish. Those kind of tell you what direction the weather's going. And you can see, obviously, fronts and low-pressure areas and things like that and go, okay, or a front that's imminent, you know, that may be a part of your um, equation. So you get an idea. Um, you start looking. So the surface analysis chart is a plot. It's a it's a depiction of current conditions. So it's like, or, or whenever it was valid, right? Whenever it was created, whenever it's valid. Um, this is what it was then. So it's it's... At that moment, of course, like everything else, it's created and goes, this is it, and it's static. It, that then starts to age. But for our discussion's sake, right? And um, so that's the context for the surface analysis chart. It's as simple as it is. It's a plotting of various um, characteristics of what's going on with the weather right now, an analysis of it, of it all, if you will. Now, that's fine. But let me back up. As a private pilot, commercial pilot, but as a private pilot, I kind of developed slowly, eventually, my own way of figuring out all these weather bits about, you know, it, and, and I tested it and tried it. It's okay, that kind of worked. Okay, that worked. I see. You start to make these correlations and you have these insights about certain combinations of weather events and things to look out for and, and uh, things to go study more, right? Now, I remember, and, and it, at least for me, uh, those tests, uh, private pilot, commercial pilot, instrument, you know, you've got the weather part of those tests, knowledge tests, right? And they give you this test and they show you this this weather chart and it's like, what's a symbol and what's the weather over, you know, North Dakota or whatever. Um, you know, it's like, oh, blowing snow and, and things like that. And you know how the knowledge tests sometimes uh, tend to be, depending on where you come along into the uh, fold, can be rather dated and uh some of the stuff is like well I, I that looks like an antique piece of printing but you figure out how to answer the questions right well somehow or another i never really worked 
the surface analysis chart into my into my acumen. So basically, I think what I was I had learned to do is sort of aggregate all the data that basically is on the surface analysis chart just from different sources. That's not very convenient, by the way. But that's what I did, I guess. And I think a lot of people do that. I kind of just flip through various things and go, okay, well, the you know, the air pressure and the humidity and temperature dew point and the, and the, here's a here's a radar and then uh, a satellite image and where are the fronts and they start to you know collect all this information sort of from various pieces i will say though the way the weather information is depicted whether or not you look at 1-800-wxbrief.com or aviationweather.gov um, or you know you go into your four flight imagery go through those things it's it's a little bit of a, a fire hose and a bowl of spaghetti, right? And you have to be real careful because you have to understand whether you're, you're looking at something that is a current depiction, depiction of current conditions, or a forecast, you know. And especially if it's a, it's a graphic chart, you know, is this a forecast? And it's easy when you're kind of spaghetti bowling your data together to breeze by a thing and accidentally look at something and think of it as a current conditions or vice versa. Think of it as a forecast product when it isn't. And that's really important. Because that goes back to looking at the published time and invalid times, which would give you a heads up that, wait a minute, hold on, I got to slow down here and be careful. So it turns out, and it occurred to me when I realized there was something more regarding the surface analysis chart. I mean, I knew what it was. I could answer it on a test question. Here's a picture of the, what's this chart? Oh, that's a surface analysis chart. Hallelujah. Okay. And that's a current condition kind of thing, not a forecast, right? It turns out though, the one I was thinking of and the one that's in the, um, what was it? The, uh, the current, ver I guess, yeah, the current version of the pilot's handbook of aeronautical knowledge, which is 8083.25b. Well, on page 13, Here's what happened. I'm, I'm putting together, you know, the grasping of the current conditions, right? And so I'm thinking, okay, let's, let's do, you do the weather channel, you do whatever you do that looks at like regular human people weather and forecast and start developing an overall big picture. Um, at some point you get down to the, okay, what are the current conditions? Where are the prevailing forces at play here right now? Ish. Okay. So surface analysis chart that's eh, valuable and i i get to the uh, page 13 in my in my p hack which is the latest one 8083 25b and it has this huge list of things that are on the surface analysis chart it describes them paragraphically and then it delineates them in a list bullet point form and then on the following page it has an example a graphic here's the surface analysis chart the surface analysis chart that's its wording. Okay, great. And I'm thinking, well, that doesn't, that doesn't match up because there are eight or nine, depending on how you count them, eight or nine different things that are supposed to be on the surface analysis chart. The graphic in that version of the PHAC shows uh, a chart with, uh, I think, four or five of those things on there. Actually, three, uh, well, three or four, actually. And so I'm, I'm thinking, well, okay, I, I'm, I'm kind of blown away by the items that are listed that it claims are on the uh, surface analysis chart. I'm thinking, wow, this is like an amazing chart. If I could find it, I'd really like to put this into uh, into play and uh, and use it. So I start uh, digging around. And, and some of the things it claims are on the chart, um, it says, of course, transmitted every three hours, covers the contiguous United States, uh, 48 states and adjacent areas, that is. 
48 contiguous. Math. Super math. I'm, I'm good at super. <laughs> 48, 49, 50. Okay. Watch out, kids. Um, a surface analysis chart shows the areas of high and low pressure, fronts, temperatures, dew points, wind directions and speeds, local weather and visual obstructions. Surface weather observations for reporting points across the United States are also depicted in this chart. Each of these reporting points is illustrated by a station model. That's from the PHAC uh, 8083.25b, page 13. Well, like I said, three or four of those things are on the chart that was depicted in the book. And uh, where are the other things? Where is this elusive chart with all this grand data on there? Uh, by the way, some of the other things that uh, are not on there, sky coverage, dew point. Nope, not on the one that's depicted. Present weather, temperature, wind. Nope, not there. Okay. Um, there is um, atmospheric pressure on there and millibars. I can deal with that. All that other stuff, though, not on there. Even even a dew point trend. Um, yeah. Or, I'm sorry, a pressure trend. Yeah, a trend. What, what's the pressure done in the last three hours? That's what it is a look back. So what's the trend of the pressure? And I thought, wow, this is really valuable, but where is this chart that's described in the book? And also, if you go to ForeFlight and go to Images Imagery and uh, look at the surface analysis chart there, it's the same one that's depicted in the book that I'm talking about that doesn't have all a bunch of this other information. And that's generally what I would go to. I'd go peek at that quickly. I'd go to aviationweather.gov, uh, look through the different products there, but more on that in a sec. And 800wxbrief.com has a sort of a different, strange sort of looking surface analysis chart. Still, no joy. Not the thing I'm looking for. So, what do you do? Coming up, I'll get into what I found. And I found it, by the way. And I'll tell you how to found it, too, on Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. All right, I'm back on Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. I'm Don Jones. Hello. I'm a commercial pilot, advanced ground instructor, and working on my CFI. Talking service analysis charts. And oh, by the way, don't forget you can subscribe to Airtime, a Sky Review podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify. And that's Airtime, one word, Sky Review. You'll be notified when the next episode comes out. In fact, it'll just uh, appear for you. All right, talking surface analysis charts, my epic battle to find the one. Uh, first off, uh, you may think, well, What's the big deal for crying out loud? But here's the thing. You know, when you endeavor to teach something, it brings a whole new burden and clarity or lack thereof to things. And you start asking questions maybe you haven't asked before. And that's kind of how this fleshed out. And I thought, well, okay, say this is in the book. It describes it this way. And I can't put my finger on it and go point. Here it is. This is the one. Because the one that's depicted in the book graphically is not representative of what's described textually. So I have to resolve that for my own sanity and for uh, not passing on confusion to others. So that's the, the reason why. Um, and even beyond that, I intend to use it for my own benefit, for crying out loud. All right. So described, uh, some of the things that are described as, uh, are declared as on the chart, but missing. So I, I began to realize, okay, there obviously is a different depiction. There's something somewhere. And I even texted an instructor 
and said, hey, uh, what's the deal here? I'm, I'm working on this. I can't find it. And she opened her version of her pilot handbook of aeronautical knowledge, which was the previous version, 25A. And she did a photo with her phone and texted it to me. And there it was. Although black and white and looking like something from Gutenberg, a, a little bit, um, there it was. It was it was the one described, although black and white, it had basically all this information that I described, this fantastic information that you'd want in one place. So I'm like, okay, something's up. And then I happened to remember that I had in my folder under uh, the weather products, I had a, an advisory circular. It is AC00-45H. It is a 348-page document that explains the weather products, the approved weather products, ordained and anointed by the FAA. No kidding! 348 pages. Uh, okay. Now, if you go down to 4-1, Chapter 4, in this advisory circular, 0045 Hotel, it says the following. Today's analyses are automated, and depending on the weather information provider, the appearance and content of these analyses will vary. That is specifically talking about the surface analysis charts. It's plural. <laughs> Here's why. Referring to it, or the, surface analysis chart is misleading. Because, in this advisory circular, it clarifies that... The Weather Prediction Center puts out various surface analysis charts from which you can peruse. They're in College Park, Maryland, if you're keeping score. Yeah, a variety of surface analysis charts. Now, I'm going to skip forward to some of the, uh, through some of the other mania, but as I started to put the pieces together and, okay, now I know where it comes from, who, who creates it. So I, I wound up and found... I got to the Weather Prediction Center site, which wasn't really on my radar. So I got directly to the Weather Prediction Center online and and found the surface analysis chart and a whole bunch of different ways to customize it. Okay. And so then it's like, okay, how do I synthesize this into the world of, of the FAA's approved weather products? Well, you're not going to believe this. Um, a little while later, I think it was the next day, I happened to be with a more relaxed brain over at aviationweather.gov. And guess what? The Weather Prediction Center's variety of surface analysis charts is available through aviationweather.gov. Yep. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I found it kind of by accident. It just wasn't a, it wasn't a part of the site, that site that I used. You go to, you, you go to tools and you go to standard briefing and there it is about halfway down the page under synopsis. Yeah. And on top of that, there on the upper left-hand corner, there's an options tab and you can turn on and off various features of the surface analysis chart. You can have the full meal deal. You can flip on radar. You can flip on satellite and it'll put satellite imagery on top of, uh, on top of the other data that I've described here. And the funny thing is, there's a selection setting for uh, under options for fronts only. 
And that is the rendering of the surface analysis chart, the surface analysis chart that you see under imagery and foreflight and that you see um, in a lot of the places. And it's in the 25B flavor of the PHAC, Pilot's Handbook of Aeronautical Knowledge. Fronts only. All right. So I don't know about you, but the uh, pressure trend, uh, three-hour pressure trend, that's handy to have. Uh, temperature, dew point, obviously that's huge in pilot world. Uh, so these things are uh, things that I want to have access to readily. By the way, the uh, the pressure trend symbol is really little. So you look at that, and, and you want to have the key, the uh, legend, handy, because there are a bunch of different ways that pressure trend thing is depicted. You know, increasing pressure over the last few hours has decreasing, but then it has symbols for increasing before an exceptional decrease and vice versa and, and some other other options, too. So um, and also the wind direction and speed and all that jazz and, and the present weather, like I mentioned, you could turn on and off the radar and satellite imagery. So there it is. Lo and behold, all that for one weather chart. But finally, some clarity, for goodness sake. And I couldn't believe it. The front's only one. And while you do get a quick, basic uh, understanding of what's going on or what is likely to uh, be afoot with the front's only one, the front's only one also has like the low pressure troughs and, and uh, ridges and, and, a, and a couple other things. But, but it's pretty, uh, pretty sparse, pretty scant, as you, as you can see. And you're probably familiar with it. I see it everywhere. But uh, when I found out there was this chart with much more information, it was pretty fantastic. And I have to say, if you put this supercharged surface analysis chart with the options to turn on and off, you get a really good peek at things. And then if you go over to the uh, chart I mentioned before, or the you know the constant pressure charts, the millibar charts, and especially uh, peek at the 500 millibar thing at uh, kind of what the weather direction is going and um, and then go through the different levels of the millibar charts, you, you see interesting things and can make some interesting um, observations therein. So these are two pretty powerful tools. I would say if I were going to organize a site with approved weather products, I'd probably kind of lay it out differently. But also I'd say, you know, the, the new GFA tool on the uh, uh, faaweather.gov that replaced the um, area forecast bit, it's great. It's pretty amazing. It does a bunch. I would say, though, you have to be really careful with one a tool like that, that you can turn on and off so many different options because you can, you know, you can kind of create a scenario there for yourself where you think you're looking at a particular thing or a particular context, but you've got a setting somewhere set strangely. So you got to kind of watch that. And, and, and yet again, you can also switch that GFA tool, you know, between an analysis kind of rendering to a forecast rendering, and you've got to be really careful uh, what you're looking at. Perhaps I'm, uh, you know, with my one brain cell and whatever. But, <laughs> but, but I, I think not. I've talked to other pilots before. Okay. So that's the big idea. Oh, and by the way, all of this is basically an audio rendition of a pretty good size article on skyreview.us on uh, surface analysis charts. So if you want to go there, it elaborates a little bit more um, on what I've described here. And also I have uh, graphics of each of the different things along the way that I've described here as well. So you get a picture to go along with what's happening. 
It's basically the same information. I elaborate a little more in the in the textual uh, version of things. Kind of like the p-hack. Ah! <laughs> okay. Well, FAA jokes. Hey, don't be too hard on them. They helped me out uh, this week uh, quite quite nicely. I was pretty pretty pumped. All right, coming up, we'll wrap this episode up here on Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. Hang on. All right, Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. Don Jones here, and hello. All this from skyreview.us. You can find out who I am, what the heck I'm doing, all the lies and frivolity there on uh, skyreview.us, okay? I would love you to join the conversation. By the way, you can do that. Uh, you can comment on the uh, show notes for this episode uh, under articles at skyreview.us. You'll also find relevant links that are mentioned in this podcast or any kind of materials, resources there at the bottom of that article, by the way. And again, as mentioned before, Apple, Google, Spotify podcast apps, you can subscribe to Airtime, a Sky Review podcast. Airtime, one word, Sky Review, two words, Airtime, a Sky Review podcast is what you search. Or you can drop us a line, mail at skyreview.us. Mail at skyreview.us. Also, if you have something you would like me to look into or discuss, you can uh, reach me at those places too. I'd love to hear your feedback and uh, have you join the conversation. It'd be fantastic. Till next time. Four or five tango outside Indu, two and a half miles on the ILS 13 full stop. Wind 130, runway 13, land.